0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. cdkngcom bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta. It is Wednesday, February 14th, and we've got a Super Bowl celebration on our hands in Kansas City this morning at 11 a.m. The Chiefs will take the championship bus for their downtown parade route, celebrate another Super Bowl championship win here in Kansas City. It's also going to be 60 degrees today, so it's going to be a beautiful day. I would imagine we're going to see some record-setting crowds for the Chiefs' third Super Bowl championship in five seasons. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, uh, another party in Kansas City for another Super Bowl championship. You would think we're getting pretty good at these things by now
1: yeah this is is fun uh, you know it, it it it's a case too where i I think these first couple parades were were much colder whereas in Kansas City today the are the highest sixty three like by the time they're to the parade it's gonna feel like a pseudo spring day and so I I think between that and just this solidifying that this is indeed a dynasty the crowds I think will be probably. Uh close to the, the first one, if not more than that. I mean I you know you're watching here and, and it seems like the people are lining up and because it's 'cause it's gonna be way more comfortable down there. So really exciting times and this is what happens when you win a title back to back years with uh a parade. Yeah. Um
0: I, I'm just thinking back. So I haven't actually been to a, a Chief Super Bowl parade because I went to the Royals World Series parade and it was kind of a nightmare for me at the time. I was working <laughs> and so I wasn't, you know, celebrating and having fun with everybody. And so I'll I'll be back here at the home studio trying to make sure that I get all the sound and everything that you guys need to hear from the Super Bowl parade. So we'll have that for you later on this afternoon on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. But uh, same parade route as we're used to at this point and should be a long day of celebrating for Chiefs fans here in Kansas City and a well-deserved day of celebration after uh, a long, long NFL season, but still ends the same way despite the ups and downs.
1: Yeah, there's not a, a lot of businesses that'll be open today. I mean, a lot of times these things that are open downtown or certainly small businesses will actually just give their employees the day off to celebrate this because even though now we've had three and five years, you're not always going to have, uh, it's not common. It's, you know, it's, it's, and maybe it is, you know, maybe it happens to be with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe you can expect more, but uh, and, and Kelsey, I think, put it, put it, put it right. Uh, leading into the Super Bowl. It's a once in a life experience that he's gotten to experience a couple of times. And uh, now we have uh, chiefs fans that will get, this once-in-a-lifetime experience to experience uh, a dynasty. And, you know, in being an NFL fan, you can reasonably think that at one point in your life, your team will be good enough to compete for a Super Bowl. You know, it may take a long time, but at some point maybe your team will figure it out. There are NFL fans out there, of course, that will never experience a dynasty. I mean, very, 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 very few. And so uh, I just think this is such a, a great day for, for those fans to realize that. And and I think this is the culmination of what the chiefs have been building for maybe even more than five years, you know, 10 plus years since Andy Reid uh, came to Kansas city.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a good time today. The weather's going to be perfect. It's going to be maybe the best super bowl parade yet for the Kansas city chiefs. And we heard from head coach, Andy Reid yesterday, it was his end of season press conference, just kind of putting a bow on the year and, you know talked about some of those key moments in the Super Bowl from Patrick Mahomes and, and what he was saying late in the game his uh, incredibly heartwarming moment with Chris Jones after the game and kind of mentioned that you know the next couple of weeks he's going to give the coaches some time off but we got the NFL combine coming up right around the corner so they're going to be back to it they're going to be back into the uh, into the heat of draft season here pretty quick but should be a a couple of down weeks for the Kansas City Chiefs as they celebrate and rest up and start getting ready and preparing for next season because we got to turn the page pretty quickly
1: yeah yeah it's it's crazy how short the offseason is when you make it to mid-February and the Chiefs have made it this far before against the Buccaneers and, and lost and so you can kind of swallow it with the busyness for us when they are able to get the victory uh but again yeah Andy Reid alluded to it the Coaches, instead of maybe getting a couple of weeks to a month off, get a week and then it's back in to prepare for the off season and draft meetings and whatnot. And, and the great thing about the chiefs is they have these really great leaders, but everyone has a say to an extent. And if everyone's going to have a say, you got to start these, these meetings up and have these coaches take a look at some of these uh, draft um, cut-ups and, and film and, and, and whatnot. Uh, before we get too far, Steve, I do want to mention, and I saw this circulating in social media last night, I have- personally forgot about it but at last year's parade uh patrick mahomes actually said uh, that the chiefs would be right back here of course this is something that you know any quarterback would try to say but the chiefs were able to actually deliver on it here's mahomes from last year
0: i just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning we ain't done yet so i'll make sure to hit y'all back next year and i hope the crowd's the same appreciate y'all let's go baby i love that stuff man because all super bowl week like i think patrick mahomes had an interview with nate burleson and he was trying to coax mahomes into admitting like you're a living legend you're the greatest of all time like you're in the middle of one of the most legendary runs in the nfl and mahomes just did what he always does in the public eye like Super humble, refuse to acknowledge that. It's like, no, it's about the people around me and my teammates, and I'm just trying to go out there and you know not disappoint them and leave it all out there for those guys and whatever. But you know, Mahomes feels like this every single season, and he he knows that he is the best player in the world. I we saw it, uh Brittany Lynn uh released a screenshot of a text message from Patrick Mahomes from early January where he said, I think I've decided to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> like right. like He is that we always hear these stories uh, behind the scenes of like what a competitive prick he is. And like he's got that Michael Jordan, like Kobe Bryant type of attitude about him behind the scenes. But he will never show that to people. And it's nice to just have a glimpse of the confidence that he's carrying around right now, because he doesn't always show that he likes to be a humble guy and be a role model for most chiefs fans.
1: He's Michael Jordan. I mean, I, I know that I know you just mentioned it, but he is, uh, and it, and it's, and it's the NFL version. And I think it's different than Tom Brady uh, a little bit. I, I you know, I, I think he's going to naturally get comparisons, but I just think everything about him, uh, Mahomes just screams Jordan. Like if you read up on Jordan, like you watch things during COVID, we all watched The Last Dance because it was the only kind of sports that were available at the time. Uh, I remember Steve; I had some degenerate friends betting on Madden streams. So I did not. I <laughs> promise you, I'd not do that. But that, but everyone was watching this, and I know that a lot of you saw it. And I just think that attitude of I'm deciding that I'm going to win time, and just being able to control that and then do it, uh, and that's Patrick Mahomes. I also think, like to an ex- extension. Uh, the thing about Michael Jordan is he's highly competitive. Not only in just basketball, but anything. Like he would play dice and be competitive. He'd be on the golf course and be competitive. He would do this and that, and he would be the best among his friends. That's Mahomes. Mahomes. If you if you talk to the teammates about how he plays golf and how he plays anything, like they could be playing Papa shot, and he's going to want to win that game. And it's just that's how he was born. Fortunate to land in in Kansas City. Uh, I think uh, I think going to Texas Tech probably helped with that because. You know, defense was never with them, and uh, his record probably wasn't as good as some other uh, folks. And playing national championships like Deshaun Watson was in that draft, uh, but he dipped to ten, allowed the Chiefs franchise to go and and get their guy, and it's been a different world in in Kansas City ever since. And I, I think it all stems from that attitude that you're talking about. The text to Brittany saying at last year's parade we'll be back. You know today, uh, you know this is a prediction. We're recording before the parade begins. Do you know today they're going to be talking about three P? I'm sure Mahomes would say something like that. And now it's like a point of, well, repeat, it's never been done in the NFL history before, but you kind of believe it. Like, it's crazy how easy he makes the impossible uh, to believe.
0: That text to Brittany Mahomes is something I'm going to remember forever because it's funny when he sent that. I think it said he sent it on January 5th, which would have been leading up to week 18 where you know they rested all their starters couldn't improve their playoff situation but it was right after their win over the Cincinnati Bengals and I think that's where a lot of us point to that specific game and say that was like the turning point in the season for the Chiefs and that was week 17 Pete like it feels right. like even up to that point Mahomes wasn't totally sure I can put these guys on my back and do it and then They get that huge win over the Bengals, and just like we all said, like that was the turning point in the season where it was like, okay, they can win like this in the playoffs. If they play like that against these teams, they can beat anybody, and that's exactly how they played all postseason with Mahomes sprinkling in a little bit of magic, but it feels like even after that win, like he needed the, the confidence boost of taking down the Bengals to make sure like, okay, We can win with this. I can go get us another ring with the guys that we got this season. And it just, uh, again, further highlights what a struggle it was in the regular season and how long it took them to figure this thing out.
1: He changed his his, the way that he plays. I mean, he really did. I think he realized at a certain point I can't be Mr. Aggressive uh, anymore, necessarily. Like, I have to take what's there and be smart about this and just not put our defense in a bad position. I think he realized he had to lead defense in a little bit of a weaker offense for this season. Now that could be completely different moving forward, just like it was completely different when Tyreek Hill is here, you I know, mean, I fully expect the chiefs to go and, and improve offensively. And that's what is scary to the rest of the NFL. I, I think about this whole thing, like, I, I think this is one of their uh, weaker teams, certainly offensively. Right. And like, especially nowadays when the offense is uh, the, you know, what drives your team in, in the NFL. And I, I think we saw that, When they took care of the ball, were smart about their decisions and played clean football, penalty-free, and trying to avoid turnovers, uh, they could win against anybody. And I think in the Super Bowl, based upon how much we've said that, like to see that early Isaiah Pacheco fumble, that worried me a little bit because that's when we saw the Chiefs lose. But it just so happened that the 49ers were turning the ball over too, right? (laughs) It kept on matching um, in in the way that this game kind of went. And Kansas City was able to pull it out in the end. Like you never, you never want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball down three with the yeah. Super Bowl title on the line, because you know, that just feels like an inevitable situation.
0: That final drive of the Super Bowl was the first time I was like, okay, they got this. Like they're, they're, they're going to win. And it's because we've seen Mahomes do it over and over again. And you just, at this point, you have to have a hundred percent faith that when he gets the ball in that circumstance with that opportunity, he is not going to let his teammates down and they are going to find a way to win the football game. So that's something Chiefs fans are going to remember forever. And something that I'm also going to remember forever about this Super Bowl is that it was reported yesterday Chiefs guard Nick Allegretti, uh, who played all 79 snaps in the Super Bowl, suffered a torn UCL in his elbow in the second quarter and didn't miss a single snap. Of course, filling in for all pro guard Joe Tooney. Nick Allegretti is a Kansas city legend who has done this a couple of times now for the chiefs come in at key moments of the season and been exactly what the chiefs believe that they were getting in him. Like we think he is a starting caliber player that we can put into the lineup. If anybody suffers an injury and Nick Allegretti does it again.
1: Yeah. I I wonder if there's a a certain scenario where the chiefs still keep him in the building and help him rehab yet. Like he suffered the injury. Uh, in the Super Bowl, and he's due to become an unrestricted free agent. And I imagine nobody is going to be interested in him right now, back up or otherwise, because he's going to be looking at potentially Tommy John surgery. You know, that's that's what this injury takes potentially. And so um, tough news, I think, on, on that front. But man, hell of a game for him uh, to, uh, you know, I looked up his his uh, PFF grade for the Super Bowl. And he was first in pass blocking among offensive linemen in the AFC title. Playing injured, he was third among the Chiefs offensive linemen. So just what a piece to have um you know as a backup. I mean, it's a shame because I think uh and you you know this is always a catch 22 when you have the depth. I think he might have been in line to receive a starting job somewhere. you know, even if that wasn't Kansas City, uh and now he'll have to go into rehab, but uh what a gutty performance. And um one of the one of the Chiefs' most underrated players, seventh rounder in 19, a three time Super Bowl champion. He's played uh, games when he's needed to and uh now we'll see what a story holds after his his rehab but you hope he could find a role in the league somewhere yeah
0: a- absolute legend in guard nick allegretti legendary performance by him in the super bowl and you asked this to andy reed yesterday yeah. and it's the final thing before we get out of here but uh you know, asked if the messaging uh, about the Super Bowl parade was, you know, kind, kind of take it easy on, on the sauce this year. Like, let's uh, <laughs> let's keep it clean for the public, because we, we've seen some people complain about how hammered the Chiefs get. I am on board with them getting absolutely sauce today. You deserve it. You put your bodies through hell all season long, fought all season long. I want to see some chiefs players get absolutely hammered today. I think they will, despite the messaging from head coach, Andy Reid. they absolutely deserve the celebration in every way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we saw Jalen Watson rolling off on a, uh, on a wheelchair last year. I think they're just trying to avoid situations like that. And by the way, uh, for, <laughs> I know some of the way that other reporters are describing it online. It looked like I was asking uh, Andy Reid and kind of alluding to the fact that I don't think they should have, have fun. <laughs> I would, I'll be honest, and I don't do this every press conference. You guys are from the podium. I was fishing. I was fishing for an Andy Reid gem there, something like, listen, I just told them not to make my red mustache redder or something. To that <laughs> uh, he was. His answer was okay, but not not necessarily the gem that I was looking for. He simply said, like, let's have fun, but not too much fun. Uh, he agreed with that notion. And he mentioned that uh, they talked to the team about that a couple times. So that uh, that is something that they uh, made, made sure to be uh, clear uh, with the team. So – uh, it should be an exciting day, and uh, this is just one of the many celebrations. I, I know that that's going to be another storyline this off season is how do you put last year behind you, and I think it's going to be even tougher this year than it was last year, just because you have uh, the back to back and and you solidified your dynasty and so on and so forth. But uh, first step here in celebrating uh, an off season of celebration, as we uh, will simultaneously be getting ready for the threepeat. It all starts today.
0: If uh, you can't make it down to the Super Bowl Parade, our friends at KSHB 41 will have that live on TV. You can watch the entire thing there. Otherwise, we'll have uh, all, all the important sound from today's Super Bowl Parade available for you at uh, on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, all the updates on arrowheadpride.com. Um, we have to change up the schedule a little bit this week. It's weird. So Chiefs Coast to Coast is coming your way Thursday evening. Great British Cheese show will be out later in the week. Got to make some adjustments on the fly. Everybody's really busy right now after a Super Bowl win. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we are doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. We will talk to you guys later this afternoon during the Chiefs Super Bowl parade.
1: Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from Voices Around Candy. City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all of the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.